Hey guys, I'm Grace Tori, and you're listening to That Girl the Podcast. Grab a beverage of choice and settle in because the new episode is starting now. Okay, hey guys, what is up? It's your girl Grace Tori, and I'm back with a whole new podcast episode. Today, if you're watching, you are probably noticing that I'm not in my office. I was just not feeling it today. It's like a really cold, rainy day. I just got off work, so what did I do? I decided to move the party over to my room. I have my dogs in here with me. Hopefully they aren't too, too loud and we can still have a good time, right? So to start things off, obviously we have to do our life updates. What a time, right? Um, nothing too crazy. Not my dog having the sneeze of a lifetime. I hope he's okay. He'll be in my thoughts. Anyway, um, not anything crazy for life updates. I've just been thinking a lot about where I want to be in December and just trying to make a plan to get there, a game plan of some sort. I'm also still trying to focus on being more present and tapping into my feminine energy. For some reason, this week, I've just felt very tired and very blah. And I think I mentioned this on Sunday and it's like, I got COVID tested, that wasn't it. And I don't necessarily feel like it's anything physical. I definitely feel like it's like, mental but it's affecting me physically so I'm just like have a lot of fatigue and just not really here for it and like for doing day-to-day -day things which is okay it's okay to feel that way at times but obviously it's not okay to stay that way so that is where uh the struggle is but uh continuing on I have to give you guys my lucky girl syndrome update so nothing like obviously still have won a million dollars Wow, rude, I know. But I mean, I definitely feel like my life has gotten better. I know I just told you guys how I felt tired and like more bled, but there's definitely some more opportunities that have come up that weren't there before. And just like life has felt better. Like I've just had random opportunities to see my friends and things like that. And hopefully there's something that's like super crazy or extraordinary, whatever, that I can tell you about in the future within the next few days. But right now, yeah, I'm just chilling. I'm not mad about it. Like life has definitely gotten better. It's been fun, like more fun, but nothing to write home about yet. Nothing like insanely crazy that I'm like, wow, this is definitely because of this mindset. But I do know it's coming. Like once it comes, I'll be like, you guys, can you believe this? And then you won't be able to believe it, but you will anyway because you love me and you trust me. That's it for life updates. Before I jump into this episode all about the fun that is seasonal depression, I do want to remind you guys to subscribe, follow, like, comment, all the fun things if you want to see more episodes like this. I have been doing more episodes that have resources like this one. I will post the resources down below and they are evidence-based just to back up my claims so I'm not just telling you to do things without having any way of backing it up. If you guys like that, let me know. I never know if you guys like the more chill episodes or if you like the more evidence-based researched ones. So I try to do a mix of both but if there's one that you heavily prefer over another, don't be afraid to tell me about it because I would love to talk to you about it. With the holidays winding down, seasonal depression always seems to creep around this time. People start talking about it more. People definitely start feeling it more. I'm depressed year round, unfortunately, literally clinically, like that's not even a joke, but I do have quite a few friends that are seasonally depressed and I definitely remind myself to check in on them more. They talk to me about it more and open up to it about me, which I'm so thankful they feel comfortable enough around me to do that. But since I know that I struggle with it 
friends struggle with it and it's just something that's not fun i wanted to take it upon myself to look up all the best tips find some research do some due diligence to try and get a list together for you guys that can help you combat seasonal depression and feel like your best self even when it's cold and gross and not good outside so that is what we're gonna do today like I mentioned, all resources are going to be linked down below. All of the tips I pulled from Pinterest, so if you are interested in finding more tips or you just want to see the graphics they came from, they originally came from Pinterest and then the resources are what I use to back them up and make sure they are legit and not just like random. To start things off, let's talk about seasonal affective disorder aka SAD. I have a little graphic that I pulled up on my phone that just has a good definition that I thought I would read off for you. Some things just sound better the way that they wrote it and I don't want to try and reword it and then mess up the original intention behind it. So that's why I'm going to read this off. But what it says is seasonal affective disorder, aka SAD, is a form of seasonal depression triggered by the change in the seasons. Though commonly occurring in the winter, it can also occur in the summer too. This disorder affects 1-10% to 10 of the population in the United States. So, uh, it's a type of seasonal depression. There are other forms, but this is the main one, and that's why I wanted to mention it, because most people talk about SAD when they talk about seasonal depression, so I wanted to focus primarily on it. So, symptoms of SAD include tiredness, fatigue, depression, body aches, trouble concentrating, crying spells, poor sleep, and decreased activity levels. So if you have some of those symptoms, please don't self-diagnose, but it is something worth bringing up with your doctor. Everything that I say is a tip meant to help you, but like I mentioned, if you feel that you have this disorder or you just feel that you need a little extra help or you want to consult your doctor about anything that I've said, please talk to them first. Don't just gung-ho do something because I told you to. I'm mainly primarily talking about supplements or things like that that I'm going to mention where you're going to be ingesting things. Definitely talk to your doctor first before you make any huge investments or eat something and include a supplement into your diet because it's definitely worth talking to them. And like I mentioned, I'm not a doctor, unfortunately. I'm just a girl who has depression and wants to help other people who may feel like they have it as well. So that being said, let's jump into our tips. So I think that the heaviest resources tip is the first one that I put coincidentally and that is eat nourishing and well-balanced meals. Like I mentioned, talk with the doctor first. Definitely I always recommend when you start to feel fatigue or just like mood swings, anything like that to get your blood drawn and see if you are deficient in anything, if there's anything um, immune wise going on because that is a big big issue that you want to catch early on that is definitely linked with anxiety and depression. Hypothyroidism runs in my family so I get tested like once a year for it because I feel like I'm it's just I don't know I, I just I get really concerned about it but one of the symptoms of that is anxiety and depression so it can be a symptom for bigger issues and that's why I tell you to get your blood checked and make sure everything's Gucci you're doing well and um, you aren't super deficient in everything. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you the benefits of eating nourishing, well-balanced meals. I think you know that good nutrients is going to have good effects on your body and you're going to feel better. I think that we were definitely taught that at a young age. So like I mentioned, I don't really need to dive into that, but I'm going to talk about some specific supplements that have been known to help. So 
The first one I want to talk about is omega-3s, which help with mood improvements, among other things. Now, it has been thought to improve mood and decrease depression due to its positive impacts on brain function. However, I found a Harvard article written in 2020 that says it hasn't been researched enough to necessarily directly correlate with making a difference, but research does point to yes. So if it keeps going in this direction, it may be used in the future to treat symptoms of depression, anxiety, and things that can affect your mood. So I hadn't found any update art updated articles since 2020. However, I did link that 2020 Harvard article in the resources if you want to read it. It was definitely very interesting. And I think that it's definitely worth adding omega-3s to your multivitamin list if you aren't taking one already. I know most have them in there and they do have some positive impacts. Again, talk to your doctor though. I didn't necessarily dive too deeply into the negative symptoms affected with taking these, so it could correlate with other medications or things like that. I'm not necessarily sure, so that's why I tell you to be careful. So the next thing we are going to talk about that you can implement into your diet is adaptogens. So adaptogens mainly help with stress, resilience, mood, and energy. And what they do at a really basic level and a basic definition is they return the body back to homeostasis, which is when everything is balanced out. And that's according to the Cleveland Clinic. So some examples of that are Asian ginseng. Why can't I talk? Asian ginseng, which is used for mental and physical fatigue, and ashwagandha, which regulates your metabolism, reduces swelling or inflammation, and does quite a few other things as well. Those are just two examples. Definitely check out the Cleveland Clinic uh, resource that I listed in the resources, but adaptogens are great natural things that you can include in your diet. If I'm not mistaken, I think lavender might be one as well, but definitely double check on that. And like I mentioned, make sure that it's okay to be taking these while you take other medications or anything like that. The final supplement I really want to draw attention to because it is really, really prevalent when it's the time of year when it's darker out. And I know that I was vitamin D deficient and I honestly think I still am if I'm being real with you guys. Um, it's vitamin D. I just said that, but there has been a correlation found between people with low vitamin D and depression. How vitamin D helps depression or is said to help with it is that it is found that it reduces inflammation, regulates your mood, and protects against neurocognitive dysfunction. So I did link that up above if you want to read more into it, but I think it's no secret that vitamin D has been very helpful in the uh, decrease of depression or the help in reducing depression. So the next tip that I want to talk about is the importance of light. So I kind of, my dog is laying on my camera. Do you guys see this shaking? I'm talking about all forms of light here. So we're going to kind of just cover all the bases. So bear with me. The first one that I've listed is getting outside and into the daylight while you can. We have very limited daylight compared to the summer, and daylight has had so many positive effects on you. I have heard that going outdoors actually into the daylight is the only way to get the full effects. However, there are some other ways that you can um, help your body. The, what I was talking about was more related to your immune system, whereas 
Any light affects your circadian rhythm in general, so that's kind of what we're going to dive into now. If you're not going outdoors, you can also open your curtains. I've heard that light therapy lamps are amazing, and I kind of want to try them because I do have issues with it getting dark early. It affects my energy levels and things like that. Uh, indoor lighting, adding more lights indoors, making sure that your light bulbs you use are the right kind for what you are looking for. They have all different types, so it can be based on what you want, need, and enjoy. Also, decorating your home with light colors, whether that's decorations or literally painting the walls, not having dark colors in your home has made a positive impact. I know for me, my mom's home, she likes to do it a little bit darker with grays and teals and stuff. And when I'm at my house, I have cream and lighter colors, or at least try to, and I know it makes a huge difference. I love that the wall behind me right now is literally teal, but it's an accent wall. Every other room, or every other wall in this room is cream. So that's why I probably look like a hypocrite, but I swear I'm not. And I also rent, so I didn't choose the color on the wall. But all the other colors are as light as I can possibly do them. Also, make sure nothing is blocking windows during the day. So whether that is bushes, whether that is curtains, just getting as much light into your space as you can. So the other thing I want to add is a dawn simulator. This is a type of light, it might fall under a light therapy lamp, and I definitely want to try this. And what it does is it slowly brightens like the sun. So it just slowly gets more and more intense, and it helps your circadian rhythm to function on a more natural level because it's imitating the sun. So on that same note, let's talk about this fun rhythm I keep mentioning. So, just like I said previously, uh, the National Institute of General Medicinal Sciences had a definition that I did not want to try and rephrase because I knew I just wouldn't get it right, so I'm just going to read this quote off to you. It says, circadian rhythms are physical, mental, and behavioral changes that follow a 24-hour cycle. These natural processes respond primarily to light and dark and affect most living things, including animals, plants, and microbes. I just lost my voice, but it's fine. Chronobiology is a study of circadian rhythms. One example of a light-related circadian rhythm is sleeping at night and being awake during the day. And like I mentioned, you can find that resource right up in the notes, and it will uh, tell you all about circadian rhythms, the study of it, and all those things in more detail. But basically, the way that I understand it is it's proteins that are signaled by the brain activate feelings, such as feeling awake versus sleepy, and other things like that. That's the main example I have. And one example of how it messes with you is like when you at night when you're on your TV or on your phone and you have a bright light, it confuses your body because your circadian rhythm is thrown off. So in situations like winter where it's like dark out but it's also the middle of the day, that's how it confuses your body. Uh, similar to, what is my dog doing? Luna, what are you doing? Hi buddy. Do you see him? You can see him. But it's very similar to at night when you're on your phone, and that is why you're not supposed to be on your phone at night. So if you are, watch out. It's gonna affect your, your sleep if you're not careful. So on that same note, the next tip we're gonna talk about is maintaining a regular sleep schedule. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to be getting the best hours for you to function on. I know everyone's different. I have to get eight hours of sleep or I am mean. And I'm not exaggerating, I am mean. So that means that you also should be getting six, eight, whatever works best for you, but stick to that schedule, maintain it, and don't be changing it up because you're messing with your, your natural rhythms of your body. So 
Sleep is so important to keeping your body at homeostasis. The next tip is journal daily. Write about your thoughts, emotions, and just rant if you need to. Journals are a great way to get everything out of your system. If you need to talk about something and you don't necessarily have anyone to talk to about it right now, you can journal. Get get you know get it all out that way. I'm stuttering so bad. I'm so sorry, guys. I was on the phone all day and ADHD, so my brain is working faster than my mouth right now. Next thing I'm going to encourage you to do is challenge negative thoughts. Identify them and then challenge them. So for example, I get really negative about something specific. What do I get negative about? Sometimes I just hate giving my bunnies their late night snack. It's late at night. I have to get back up after I've already gotten comfortable and it's just not my favorite thing in the world. But I kind of reframed it and said, why do I think like that? I'm literally giving my bunnies food, which they get hay and pellets and stuff. It's not like this is the only thing they get. But I'm treating them and I'm making them more healthy and I'm just benefiting them in such a way. And it's so fun to watch them do it, like eat it. It's so cute. And I kind of had to reframe my thoughts on that. And that's just like one small example. It's not like a huge part of my day. I'm kind of making a big thing out of nothing because I couldn't think of another example. But uh, yeah, something like that where if you're perpetually negative about something, reframing it and looking at it through a new light. Next is create goals to look forward to. If you need a reason to wake up every morning, I personally make goals. Whether it's a podcast goal, whether it's a goal to do something with Josh and watch one movie with him, whether it's to eat a certain way and maintain a healthy diet today, there are all kinds of ways that you can set a goal. And it doesn't have to be in work or in personal life or in this or in that. It can be in anything. And having goals and things to look forward to, whether that's after winter when it's warmer out and then that kind of gives you the um, motivation to keep going or whether it's something tomorrow or next week, Goals are a great way to stay motivated during this time. Another thing is to meditate. We're going to meditate, guys. Um, no, we are meditating. Whether it's guided with an app or YouTube, which be careful because subliminals exist, or just sitting down and taking a minute to be quiet and it's silent, or I consider crocheting to be meditation because I have ADHD, like I mentioned, a hundred thousand times. So I have to constantly be doing something. So when I'm crocheting, it gives my hands something to do and my brain can meditate. All different forms of meditation, just making sure you're giving your brain time to be silent and still and not be overstimulated all day because it's not good for you. Listen to music. You gotta be careful with this though. I think I talked about this in a way early episode, but... I just like choked on air. I'm not okay. What? Okay. Um, you gotta be really careful. For me specifically, I know that the music I listen to really affects me. If it's negative or like sad, I'm gonna feel negative and sad for a while after that, at least an hour. And if it's positive, I get like super pumped, I get super hype, and it can put me in a way better mood. So make sure the music you're listening to is hype or happy we're going to put you in a better place than you were when you found it. And I'm not saying that you should have toxic positivity at all. If you need to feel your feelings, feel your feelings. Get them all out. Just don't get stuck. My dogs are making so many sounds. 
this is why I don't film in here. I'm reminded. Another one is practice gratitude, whether that's through journaling about things you're grateful for, whether it's just waking up and naming off three or four things and saying three or four things when you go to bed, whether it's saying it to your significant other and having them list things back to you that they're grateful for. There's so many ways to practice gratitude. I try to do it every day, all day, and just have a positive, grateful outlook on life but obviously I have moments where I'm not as grateful so journaling and just writing down a few things in the mornings is a great way to kind of jog that mindset and remind myself. Customize your daily routine based on each season. Your daily routine in the summer is not going to be the same as your daily routine in the winter and do not beat yourself up if it is not the same. Don't feel like you should be running a mile every day because you may be more into yoga in the winter you know. It may be more, that may be more your speed and that is okay. I'm proud of you for exercising regardless. So definitely customize your daily routine based on your needs and switch it up by the season. It's like a fun thing for me when a new season comes around to switch up my schedule and like kind of figure out what my new routine is, try, try new ones out. I make it like a really fun thing. So I definitely encourage you to do that as well. Next is time management. Make time for things you enjoy. Hang out with friends and get out of the house. It is so important to socialize. You should not be cooped up in your house all winter. I know that person. I've been that person. And while it's nice and cozy and warm, it's also lonely. So get out of the house. Make time with friends. Make time with family. I Even if it's just going to Target and being around other people, it's so it's so much better for you than just being cooped up in your in your corner, you know? So you didn't think we were gonna get through this episode without me mentioning self-care at least once, did you? That's what I thought. So self-care, self-care baby, self-care in any time. Self-care can change the world. Go get yourself a haircut, splurge on getting your nails done, take a hot bath. Self-care is gonna make you feel more confident, it's gonna make you more motivated, and you're gonna feel more ready to take on the day. You're gonna feel like a little princess. So I don't think I need to really harp on the practice of self-care and how important that is because I talk about it every episode, but you guys know, self-care. Next is move your body. Work out daily. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. It can be doing 50 sit-ups on your bed. It can be doing yoga. It can be going for a walk. You can go run a mile on the treadmill. It is crazy. I mean, it, it, there, there are so many things you can do. So... Work out daily, babe. Get it in. It's so good for you. Get those serotonins going. Get those endorphins pumping. And you're going to be in a way better mood. Like I mentioned, either last episode or the few, I think it was my Sunday reset one. I like working out in the morning because it hypes me up for the rest of the day. But if I have to do it at night, that's fine too. Ain't nothing better than taking a shower and laying down after you work out. So um, definitely a good time. And definitely recommend you should be working out in some way. Make it fun. I go to the gym with my besties, or I did before Katie moved to Alabama, RIP, to our Planet Fitness dates. But I did do that. During the summer, we would go to Planet Fitness, or during the winter, we would go to Planet Fitness together. And we would get like a, like a drink before or after. We'd get some dinner. We would make it fun. And that's, life is about finding ways to be fun every moment of every day, honestly. I, it's just trying to life hack having fun is the way that I look at it and you can get a lot done and you can be successful and you can still have a good time while doing it and that is my philosophy on life. I don't know why I just got so motivating for this last half of this episode but 
we're taking on life, guys. We are doing the damn thing. I am stuttering. God damn it. Okay. So my last point is ask for support when needed, whether that's from family or friends. I also want to encourage that there's absolutely nothing wrong with going to therapy or getting a prescribed medication. A prescribed medication? Nope, it's just prescribed medication. I promise I have my master's, guys. But you know what I mean. I don't want anyone listening to this right now to think that they are they should be embarrassed or they should have negative association with going to therapy or going to the doctor because that is not the case at all. And if you need help, please go get it. I'm happy to talk to you about it. Slide into my DMs on Instagram and we can talk about it if you need and I can help you find the right resource for you. But if you feel that you need a little bit more help than what eating healthy can offer and you don't want to do it on your own, I got you. Do you hear the dogs playing tug of war behind the camera right now? They are. They are doing that. All right, guys. Thank you so, so much for watching. I am so grateful for you. I, I cannot tell you enough how much you guys mean to me. I love you so, so much. If you don't mind, I ask it every episode so you know it's coming, to leave a rating and a review. Either tap those stars or leave a written review. Leave your Instagram and I will shout you out on my next podcast episode. You mean the whole world to me. You are so amazing. And I just want to know how I can improve this episode for you, improve this podcast for you, or what you want to see more of. What you like, what you don't like, give me all the tea. If you want to follow me on Instagram and TikTok, my handle is thatgirltopod on both. I post all the time. If I'm not posting an actual picture, I'm usually posting a story almost every day. And I get a little rowdy on the TikTok. I like to be a little bit more unhinged down there and a little bit more sarcastic. So that's a good time. Uh, don't forget to follow or subscribe or whatever you want to call it. Whatever the platform refers to it as on the whatever you're listening on, I would greatly appreciate it. I see you Apple Podcasts and Spotify girlies. You guys are my most watched platform on my analytics. So I'm really counting on you to get those rating and reviews in. I really am. You're, you're driving the ship here. But I, if you're on anything else like Stitcher or Google Play, I see you too. And I expect great things. All right, guys. Thank you so, so much for watching. I upload every Monday, no, Sunday and Wednesday. Um, if you are watching this on Wednesday, I hope you have a great night. If you're watching this on any other day, I hope you have a great morning, afternoon, or night. I'm going to go edit this, and hopefully my dogs playing tug of war is not super, super loud in the background. Uh, I love you guys so, so much, and I will see you in my next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.